This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Wherever you're watching or listening, welcome. We're in our college chapel here at World Ministries International. This is a live audience. It's a staff service we hold every week for our staff and their families. Now, I'm going to talk today on the plumb line. The plumb line. The Bible is one-third prophecy. Scholars believe 90% of these prophecies are for today. Amos has some of the strongest end-time prophecies in the entire Bible. Amos 1, 1 through 2. The words of Amos, who was among the sheep breeders of Tycho, which he saw concerning Israel in the day of Uzziah, king of Judah. And in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, two years before the earthquake, he said, The Lord roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem. The pastures of the shepherds mourn and the top of Carmel withers. Note, different scholars believe this is talking about a cosmic holocaust, a nuclear holocaust. God is about to send nuclear fire as judgment for continual unrepented sins. Also note, the scriptures next talks about the cup of iniquity explained in my book, The Science of Judgment. If you don't have your copy, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, order it. 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248. We can take it over the telephone. As our sins continue to mount up to the point of overflowing and our cup of grace overflows, then judgment starts to be poured out and increases till we either repent or are destroyed. Amos 1, 4 through 14. But I will send a fire into the house of Hazel, which shall devour the palaces of Ben-Hadon. I will also break the gate bar of Damascus and cut off the inhabitants from the valley of Aphan. And the one who has holds a scepter from Ben-Eden. Now the scepter is authority, the leader. The people of Syria shall go captive to Ker, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Gaza, Gaza, we're hearing Gaza all the time now in the news. And for four, I will not turn away its punishment. In other words, as it increases the cup of iniquity. Because they took captive the whole captivity to deliver them to Edom, I will send a fire upon the wall of Gaza. They just took captive 250 people, kidnapped, brutally, murdered 1,400, cut up women and children, which shall devour its palaces. I will cut off the inhabitants of Ashdod. I've been to Ashdod. And the one who holds the scepter of Ashkelon. I've been to Ashkelon. These are in Israel. I will turn my hand against Ekron. And the remnant of the Philistines shall perish. Says the Lord God. Thus says the Lord. For three transgressions of Tyre and for four. I will not turn away its punishment. As the cup of iniquity increases, punishment is certain. Because they delivered up the whole captivity to Edom, did not remember the covenant of brotherhood, but I will send fire upon the wall of Tyre, which shall devour its palaces. Thus says the Lord, 
For three transgressions of Edom and for four, I will not turn away punishment. Once again, the cup of iniquity principle, the science of judgment. Because he pursued his brother with a sword and cast off all pity, his anger tore perpetually and he kept his wrath forever. I will send fire upon Teman and shall devour the palaces of Basra. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of the people of Ammon and for four, I will not turn away punishment because they ripped open the children with child and gilded. That just happened again. And they might enlarge their territory. I will kindle a fire in the wall of Rabbah and it shall devour its palaces amid shouting in the day of battle and a tempest in the day of the whirlwind. Ladies and gentlemen, judgment is falling. On Gaza, it's falling. On the United States, it's falling on Britain. It's falling on Israel and other countries. Amos 2, 2 through 5. I will send fire upon Moab. It shall devour the palaces of Kirith. Moab shall die with tumult, with shouting and trumpet sound, and I will cut off the judge from its midst and slay all the princesses with him, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Judah and for four, I will not turn away its punishment. Because they have despised the law of the Lord and have not kept his commandments, their lies led them astray, lies where their fathers followed, but I will send a fire upon Judah and it shall devour the palaces of Jerusalem. Now note, God, the Lion of Judah, is roaring. He wants his true family, his tribe, to be roaring lions against corruption and the sins in our nation. God needs his lions to roar and come against the sins of abomination, idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, and dividing the land of Israel that bring judgment on people and nations. Amos 3, 4 through 6. Will a lion roar in the forest when he has no prey? Will a young lion cry out of his den if he has caught nothing? Will a bird fall into a snare on the earth when there is no trap for it? Will a snare spring up from the earth if it has caught nothing at all? If a trumpet is blown in a city, will not the people be afraid? If there is calamity in a city, will not the Lord have done it? Sounding the alarm, we're sounding the alarm, we're warning. Judgment is coming, judgment is certain. Amos 7, 7. This is what he showed me. The Lord is standing by a wall that has been built true to the plumb with a plumb line in his hand. Amos 7, 7. NIV was the first one. King James, New King James Version, the second. Thus he showed me, behold, the Lord stood on a wall made with a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. Note, Amos is directed at Israel as well as those nations descended from Israel, primarily Britain and the United States. I do not believe in a replacement theology, but I do know that many descendants from Israel migrated to Britain and the United States and that America has more Jews living in New York City alone than in the nation of Israel itself. The reason why Great Britain and the United States of America have become such great nations is because of Judeo-Christian values. But now these nations are declining and self-imploding as well as Israel because of their sins. Not the least is homosexuality. Tel Aviv, San Francisco are homosexual capitals of the world. 
And Great Britain and the allies of these nations all tolerate and celebrate LGBTQ. Consequently, they will all fall under judgment called the sins of abomination. See my book again, The Science of Judgment. Worldministries.org, 360-629-5248, order your copy. Israel, America, the British people, including Canada, New Zealand, South Africa, are facing humongous problems which only God can solve. They're not going to solve it themselves. They're going to have to turn back to God. No political candidate is going to solve it. Amos 7, 8. And the Lord asked me, what do you see, Amos? A plumb line, I replied. Then the Lord said, look, I am setting a plumb line among my people Israel. I will spare them no longer. If you think Gaza, the attack from Gaza, is a more is coming. Frankly, much worse. Note, God is passing through these nations for the last time, warning that there is extreme urgency to get their house in order. In other words, get right with God or destruction is coming. It is at the door. It says for three, but four is certain. I will not turn my back. Amos 7, 9. The high places of Isaac shall be desolate and the sanctuaries of Israel shall be laid waste. I will rise with a sword against the house of Jeroboam. Amos 7, 9, the Moffat translation, I will attack Jeroboam's house. Note, God is saying he will attack Jeroboam's house, meaning the nation he leads. The United States, led by modern-day Jeroboam, leads nations into sins of abomination. And because of these sins... American and other nations are accepting and following these sins. America and Israel, Britain, etc. will come under judgment because they are saying nothing in resistance, just following it. This is what the apostate church is doing, just following, not resisting, and challenging sin. We must be a roaring lion. We must come against it. We must challenge it. If not, you're going to come under judgment yourself. God holds the leader responsible, the government responsible, but he also holds the people responsible. Oh, our leaders, not only our leaders, America people are going to be judged because we're not stopping it. Amos 7.10. And the church is not stopping it. The Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you in the midst of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. Leaders are coming against true prophets. They're coming against true prophets. They're not welcome in churches. We can't bear to hear his words. We just want blessings, prosperity. When a true prophet is warning of certain judgment and it's at the door. But we don't want him in. The message is not encouraging. That's what they said about Amos. That's what they said about Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and all the prophets. Jeremiah, put him in a pit. He just comes and brings bad news. And they threw him in a pit. Note, the prophet Amos is a true prophet, representing true ministers of the gospel today, who will not compromise with sin, but instead challenges people and leaders with sins instead of ignoring them. The church primarily is ignoring them. The church primarily is even accepting them. They're adopting their, their values, alternate lifestyles. People and leaders do not want to hear the truth in Amos' day. 
and neither do they want to hear the truth today because they don't want to hear the truth, the word of the Lord, judgment falls. Judgment is certain. America has no hope without true prophets speaking up and the nation repenting. There is no hope. And no political leader will save us. Donald Trump will not save us if elected. He will only delay the toppling of the republic. I will make America great. God will make it great, Donald Trump, not you. Your vanity and your arrogance, accepting sins of abomination like homosexuality, America will come under judgment anyway, even if you're elected. And I hope you are to delay the toppling of the republic. But judgment is certain. Unless you, Donald Trump, repent and lead a repentance through this land, judgment is certain, and you will not save it. Amos 7, 11 through 17. For thus Amos has said, Jeroboam shall die by the sword, and Israel shall surely be laid captive from their own land. Then Amaziah said to Amos, Go, you seer, flee to the land of Judah. There eat bread, and there prophesy, but never again prophesy in Bethel. For it is the king's sanctuary and is the royal residence. See, Amos is prophesying against the king. I've prophesied against presidents and prime ministers. We're supposed to be the lion of Judah. We're supposed to be part of that tribe. We're supposed to roar. And if we don't roar, then they accept a lie. Saying nothing is accepting a lie. It's not in your heart, I'll pray about it. God doesn't care about you praying about it. Pray for yourself that you roar and quit compromising and taking his words out of context. You're supposed to rule and reign and occupy, take dominion, challenge sin, not just get on your knees and pray because you don't have the guts to speak the truth. Pray for yourself that you're a lion that roars. We're supposed to pray and we're supposed to pray properly. God, help me to do your will and then we open his mouth and roar. I hope you're hearing me, ladies and gentlemen. Praying alone is a violation of the word of God. It's heresy. Then Amos said and said to Amaziah, I was no prophet, nor was I a son of a prophet, but I was a sheep breeder and a tender of sycamore fruit. Then the Lord took me as I followed the flock. And the Lord said to me, go prophesy to my people Israel. Now therefore, hear the word of the Lord. You say, do not prophesy against Israel and do not spout against the house of Isaac. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, your wife shall be a harlot in the city. Your sons and daughters shall fall by the sword. Now, this is Amos talking directly against a false spiritual advisor to the king. Your land shall be divided by survey line. You shall die in a defiled land. And Israel shall surely be led away captive from his own land. Amos 8, 11 through 14. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord God, that I will send famine on the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. We are not wanting to hear the words of the Lord in America. The emergent church accepts homosexuality. The churches under the Federal Council of Churches, the mainline churches, accept homosexuality, LGBT, drag queens, coming into churches and their elementary schools. Every variation of gender, sex mutilation for children, it's all accepted by the apostate church. They shall run to and fro seeking a word from the Lord, but shall not find it. Why? Because they reject true prophets. 
In that day the fair virgins and strong young men shall faint from thirst. Those who swear by the sin of Samaria, who say, As your God lives, O Dan, and as the way of Beersheba lives, they shall fall and never rise again. Note, this is talking about God's own lukewarm Laosidian church who will lose their eternal lives, who will never rise again. Grace is coming to an end. God is using a small remnant church and ignoring them and urging them, urging them to roar as a lion in an attempt to wake up his people. Ignore the Laodicean church who wants you to keep quiet. God is urging you to open your mouth and roar, not just smile so you avoid confrontation. God doesn't need your smile. He needs your obedience. He needs you to roar. To be his ambassador. To sound the alarm. Amos 9, 1 through 12. The destruction of Israel. I saw the Lord standing by the altar and he said, Strike the doorposts and the three thresholds may shake and break them on the heads of them all. <clears throat> I will slay the last of them with a sword. He who flees from them shall not get away. And he who escapes from them shall not be delivered. You know, there's a saying, you can run, but you can't hide. Judgment is coming. Run all you want, O sinner man. You will die anyway. Though they dig into hell, and from there my hand shall take them. Though they climb to heaven, from there I will bring them down. <clears throat> Though they hide themselves and mark Carmel, from there I'll search and take them. Though they hide from my sight at the bottom of the sea, from there I'll command the serpent, and it shall bite them. Though they go into captivity before their enemies, from there I'll command the sword and it will slay them. And my set my eyes on them for harm and not good. God is saying, I will set my eyes on them for harm and not good. And nobody will stop me. Not your prayers. Not your worthless prayers. Obedience. Repentance. Or keep your prayers to yourself. The Lord of God of hosts, he who touches the earth and it melts. And all who dwell therein mourn. And it shall be swell like the river and subside like the river of Egypt. He who builds his lairs in the sky and has founded his strata in the earth, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out on the face of the earth, the Lord is his name. God is saying, I am God. There is no other gods or religions. Are you not like the people of Ethiopia to me, O children of Israel? says the Lord. Did I bring up Israel from the land of Egypt? The Philistines from Kaphor and the Syrians from Kerr? Behold, the eyes of the Lord God are on the sinful kingdom. I will destroy it from the face of the earth. Yet I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, says the Lord. For surely I will command and will sift the house of Israel among all nations as grain is sifted in a sieve Yet not the smallest grain shall fall to the ground. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword. All the sinners in the church are going to be judged and die. If we don't get under the blood, the death angel is coming. You've heard me preach it over and over and over. If you don't get under the blood, when the plagues of God comes, you will die too. You, lukewarm church. Don't listen to false grace. It's not in the word of God. Obedience. 
Once saved, always saved is a lie. It's not in Scripture. It is a flat lie. It's always saved if you stay under the blood. If you come out, the death angel strikes you. For surely I will command and will sift the house of Israel among all nations as grain is sifted in a sieve. Yet not the smallest grain shall fall to the ground that I'm not looking at. All the sinners of my people will die by the sword. Who says the calamity shall not overtake nor confront us? Who says? In other words, who's the lying prophet? Who's the lying pastor that says it will not happen? On that day, I will raise up the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. Repair its damages. I will raise up its ruins and rebuild it as the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord who does this thing. God is bringing judgment to bring people to repentance. Some will get saved and others will curse God and die. Sin is what brings judgment on people and nations. And sin is why God divided Solomon's kingdom and Jeroboam led the ten tribes of Israel. 1 Kings 11, 30-32. Then Ajai took hold of the new garment that was him and tore it in twelve pieces for the prophet of God. And he said to Jeroboam, Take for yourself ten pieces, for thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Behold, I will tear the kingdom out of the hand of Solomon and give ten tribes to you. But he shall have one tribe for the sake of my servant David and the sake of Jerusalem, the city which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. This is why it was divided because of sin. At one time, Jeroboam was a good servant, a good king, and he eventually turned bad. 1 Kings 12, 27 through 28. If these people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then the heart of this people will turn back to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah. And they will kill me and go back to Jeroboam, king of Judah. Therefore, the king asked advice, make two calves of gold and said to the people, it is too much for you to go to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, which you brought up from the land of Egypt. What is Jeroboam's sin? His sins include turning the nation to false religions and to the people followed and accepted as the lukewarm church is doing today. God only, not only judges Jeroboam who leads them, but he judges the people that follow and do not resist. You say, God should judge Obama, Clinton, Trump. Don't worry, he will, but he'll judge you too if we don't resist and turn, turn this thing around. 2 Kings 17, 21 through 23. For he tore Israel from the house of David, and they made Jeroboam the son of Nebat king. Then Jeroboam drove Israel from following the Lord, and made them commit a great sin. For the children of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam. They walked in the sins of Jeroboam, which he did. They did not depart from them, until the Lord removed Israel out of his sight, as he has said by all his servants, the prophets, so Israel was carried away from their own land to Assyria, as it is to this day. God does not only judge the bad leader, he judges the people that tolerate the bad leader. Gaza! You say, oh, we got to worry about the innocent Gazans. Let me tell you something. 75% of them now, the survey shows, support Hamas. If you allow Hamas to continue, judgment falls on you too residents of Gaza. In closing, Obama, Clinton, the radical liberal Democrats, the new media, 
and the new liberal media, or I should say the news media, and others hate the Constitution of the United States framed by Christians to be a republic under God. Why do they hate the Constitution? It represents God. The morality and values of God. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They have lied, lied, lied continually, shredding the Constitution to take the laws of God and God out of America. Donald Trump in 2016 became president of the United States, receiving more than 80% of the evangelical vote, including much of the Catholic vote. He is leading religious people, but the question is, where is he leading them? I boast I will make America great again. Not God will make America great again. Jeroboam made debt many good things he did as, as the leader of the ten tribes. By the prophet of God, he was named the king. But then Jeroboam became evil and led Israel into sins of abomination and judgment. Donald Trump did many good things for America, and I was and still support him. I believe he will win the 2024 presidential election. But I also see the evil he has done by supporting homosexuality, relying on his own abilities so much that his pride is enormous, not giving true credit to God to make America great again. Without a great awakening that reaches the national repentance, Donald Trump will delay the toppling of the republic, but judgment is going to fall anyway. My website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, join Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to have another great awakening or this nation is coming under judgment. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.